Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Wildly Aligned Marketing. Today we are talking about owning your voice and becoming fully free in all areas, in your marketing, in your life, in your faith journey, in your business. We're diving into all of it today, you guys. This is such a great conversation. I am speaking with Courtney Browning. Courtney Browning is one of my dear, dear friends, um, former clients, and I am so excited to share her with you today. Courtney is a spiritual breakthrough coach and mentor who's passionate about helping women go on the greatest adventure of their life by having an unhindered relationship with God without pretending or performing. We do dive into Christianity, which is what we both share in this episode, but I I really think that you're going to find this conversation refreshing even if you don't subscribe to the Christian faith. Um, What we cover in this conversation is really relevant to all of us in business who want to be ourselves. We want to own our voice. We want to speak up and be fully free to be who we were created to be. So in this conversation, we're talking about why you only need to be one step ahead of your clients. We talk about choosing transparency and being your authentic self and also why it's so important to use your voice. I think this conversation is going to light a fire in your belly if you have been really getting in your head about speaking up and bring you that deep grounded conviction of why it's so important that you show up and do this thing. All right, I'm gonna stop talking now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Blenkush. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and very quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you own your voice and consistently find and attract the right clients online so you can grow a wildly successful business doing what you love. All right, friend, grab your coffee and notebook and let's dive into today's episode. All right, today I have Courtney Browning with me. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you. So excited to be here. My first podcast interview ever. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's next in a little bit. So th- I'm getting good good traction right here. Yes. Yes. Of course. I like you both always do. Just put me right out there and I- here I go. Oh, yeah. Messy action. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our theme song for this year, I would say. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, Courtney, I'm I'm so delighted to have you here and share you with everyone. And I would love to just give you the opportunity to introduce yourself real quick. So let everyone know who you are, what you do, and then we'll kind of jump in from there. Yeah, I am a spiritual alignment coach and mentor. I love um, just supporting and serving women and really being that safe space for them um, to be able to walk in the greatest adventure of their lives. And that's an unhindered relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love, you know, unhindered is your thing, right? Like that's, yep. you've got a podcast coming out and that's going to be the name of it. Yes. Um, and I just, I love that that is really kind of the heart behind what you do. Right. And in, mm. in terms of spiritual alignment and just faith growth, mm. you know, personal growth, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it is very freeing. Um, and I love that that's something that you are just really focused on. Um, so tell us a little bit about like, 
your journey with that? Like, why is that something that like, how did you get to unhindered women? Right. Cause I know mm, because we, yes. we did that work together. Yes. Um, but I think it's a really powerful story and I would love if you could just kind of share like a little bit of the behind the scenes about like uh, what that looked like. The nitty gritty. We just got yeah. right, right here. We oh go. yeah. We're going to jump right in. <laughs> <laughs> Best way for me to do it anyway. Right. Yes. Oh gosh. For me, it, um, I had a very hindered relationship with God. I, um, I would say at first it was all out of, um, a religious mindset. I had a certain standard that I wanted to live and I wanted to appear a certain way. I wanted people to see me a certain way. Um, and I can't even say that I was really taught that because I became a Christian later in age. So I, and I didn't come up in the church. Um, and it's very interesting because here it is by the time um, God began to start this journey of unhindering me. I was a youth minister, like literally ordained, had all the stuff and, um, just realized that I was in a really hard place with God. I felt like I was a phony because here I am ministering your word and I don't believe in you. So there we go. It, you know, and then from there, um, a really sweet friend that I will forever be grateful for um, just took me under her wing and, and gave me a safe space to be able to just be and not have to have anyone pulling on me and all that that comes with ministry. I just needed to be able to hide so that God could work in my heart. Uh, fast forward to, gosh, not even two years ago, um, sweet friend who was super patient with me being led by God in um, a great deliverance session, Brenda Schumann. Um, she just walked with me while I had to discover that there were a lot of things about my past, um, namely my relationship with my parents that um, really hindered me in seeing that I was uh, worthy of God mm -hmm. and um, worthy of his attention, worthy of his love. Um, the hardest word for me to connect with Courtney Browning was deserving. Like that mm -hmm. was a, that was a, a no, nope, I don't. And getting to a place where realizing that once I could see that God says I am deserving of him and deserving of Christ. Um, it literally unhindered. I, I, I literally heard the word from God that um, you are not hindered in your relationship with me. If there is a hindrance, it's on you. It's not on me. And that just that, that actually, you know, I, sometimes I do things kind of backwards um, and I'm okay with it because it's just how I am. Um, I see a negative and that ignites me to no longer be that. And so when I heard God say, you are that and, and on my end, you're not, but on your end, you are because of what you see and how you view yourself. Um, oh my God, that upended my apple cart. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got to get past this. And so it's really been a major journey for the last year and a half. And so that word started with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I honestly, even like this morning, just having a, a challenge with, you know, a lot of stuff in my head, what's going on. And I wasn't very focused. And as I was grabbing my coffee to come and meet with you, 
Um, I heard guys say, so are you blocked in being able to show up and do what you need to do? And I'm like, no. And he just said, then, then who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm more than a conqueror. Like yeah. I still have to press through being hindered, you know? So it's a journey that I'm, I'm on and I'm sure I'll be on for the rest of my days and I get to bring ladies with me. Yeah. Oh, so many things. I want to circle back to so many things that you said. <laughs> okay. I, I love that, um, you know, you talked about how like you had someone step in for you. Right. Wow. And I think that's just really cool to hear because I think all of us, especially, you know, with, I, I would say like coaches specifically, mm-hmm. the type of work that we do, it's like, we are able to become that kind of person that we wish we had, or maybe we did have someone that stepped in and it's like, oh my gosh, that was just incredible. And I want to do that for other women. Like I want to be that person for them on this journey, whatever it is. Um, right. And for you, that's becoming unhindered in their relationship with God and like just being, you know, being free, being, um, you know, uh, what's the word, like, you know, like a child, like God says, like, we're supposed to be like children. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's something that is a lot easier said than done right um (laughs) as you know we both know yeah and I love that like even speaking of children right like you know you you mentioned childhood like stuff growing up and how that relates and we know that um my goodness like as as people that affects us right like in our life that affects us in our business like there's so much um you know anyone listening, if you've done any sort of mindset work or spiritual growth, like there's, there's so much that comes up. Right. And it's usually like, think back to childhood, right? Like what was the first time um, I even went through one of those exercises in the coaching session yesterday. And it just kind of wrecks you in the moment. Right. But it's, Mm -hmm. um, it is, it is really powerful. And so I love that, you know, just the, the work that you do um, is, is, really life-changing, you know, because that's such a, a, a transformative thing to be able to go back and, and heal those wounds and just grow closer to God and, and be free in that relationship and not, um, you know, not, not come with a set of like, I have to do these things or like, there's these set rules that I have to follow and just, just be yourself, like come as you are truly, um, not just that cliche saying, but yeah. like truly coming as you are with all the mess and all the, the frustrations and the anger and, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, you're, you're like, that literally <laughs> rose my temperature right now. Just, uh, being able to, there's, um, gosh, you, you made, you know, you made all kinds of bells just happen for me yeah. uh, and click. And yet one of the things that really stood out the most and what you shared was, you know, something about your childhood. And that interestingly was, it was one of the most painful memories of my life that was happening with my mom that told me I was undeserving. Mm. And, um, I mean, poor Brenda, I think I probably was the longest like session client she ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yet now when I look at it from this side of it, I see why, because the sessions that I have with my clients, I still get surprised. Like Mm -hmm. I still get in this place of awe with them when they hit this place of revelation and, and they look at me, um, especially as of lately. And they're like, Courtney, I'm like, I'm so complete. And I'm like, what? 
you are? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're good. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, that is amazing, Lord. So on this side of everything, I see why it was such a fight to become unhindered for Mm -hmm. myself because the level of clarity and awareness that they step into, you know, we first go through it before we can be it and then make space and room for it. Right. Yeah. Um, And, and so to see them just soaring like this last week, I've watched three of my clients um, just like out there in, you know, the social space and showing up fierce. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Look at that, you know. <laughs> yes, like it's proud so mama. Fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it never gets old. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? It makes all. Wasn't It makes everything, everything that I've gone through, mm-hmm. and still go through. It makes it worth it. Hmm. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. Every pain I've gone through, every challenge I've gone through, the abandonment that I've gone through. And isn't it interesting? Because as a child, I was never allowed to live abandoned. And yet I get to now. Mm-hmm. That's so God giving you beauty for ashes in your life. And so I just love that uh, what the enemy meant for harm. God is working for his glory and his good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and it's, you know, it's again, thinking about like what we get to do as coaches in the online space. Um, I remember reading somewhere recently, I forget where it was, but, um, just raising this point of like, what we're doing for people is, is helping them find freedom in whatever area that is. Right. And for some reason, it just, when I read that, it just struck me in a way that was so profound. Like I know this, but for some reason, you know, it's like, um, this is why repetition is powerful in messaging because it's like, you can hear something a billion times, but then like someone says it a little bit differently and it just hits you where you need to hear it and resonates and everything clicks and oh, like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so like that really just stuck with me and you know, what you're talking about with the, like it all being worth it. It's like, that is that is it right there like when we are able to um you know get to this place where we're we're serving and we're helping people go through something that like we have pain around this right like we Mm -hmm. struggled and there were tears and there was anger and like there was a lot of stuff on this journey whatever it is right it could be um spiritual growth like you're doing for me marketing it could be health and wellness like any area. Right. Um, but it's like, you know what that journey was like and to be able to take that and say like, but I know it was worth it because now I get to help other people go through this. And, and like you said, it's the like beauty for ashes, right. It's like the Christianese saying that we say all the time. Right. But, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's truly, um, truly like a really beautiful thing to be able to see you know what it is Nat. as you're saying that it's um it's putting flesh on the cliche Mm -hmm. it's giving it a a real body a real voice um, a real face to connect to all the christian lingo that we use in christendom 
right? Right. And, and make it alive and and very real. You know, the Bible says that we are to be living epistles read by men. And, and all that's really saying is people should be able to read from your very life what it is to live for Christ. And, um, and then if necessary, use words. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, and so just, and that's why it's so, it, it for me, I'm going to say it this way, because I know a lot of times when we're, we're, when we're in our lane of wherever God wants us, wherever his assignment is on our life, we tend to be, um, if we're not careful, hyper-focused on that as if everybody else's assignment is meaningless compared to our assignment. So I want to be careful of that and say, no, for me, that is why um, having an unhindered relationship with God is so incredibly pivotal because I want people to look at me and to be in proximity with me and just experience the Christ in me just by me being Courtney, right? Yeah. Um, and obviously you and I, you have helped me, hallelujah, to recognize that it's better to use my voice versus posting. Um, and that for me, Nat, when working with you was, um, and I, I think you, rem- I don't, I'm sure you do, but I remember hitting you up in Voxer and I was so free and I just came to tears, right? Because it was realizing, oh my God, like I can do this the way I have been designed. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love, uh, actually, that's not true. Let me back that up. <laughs> I am not a huge fan of typing out posts. Um, I was about to say, I love it. Where was that coming from? You know, that's not true. You know, it's just, <laughs> uh, but as I, so to be able to the day that you were just like, what if you could take those videos and just take them and put them in a podcast? I was like, what? What are you saying right now? At, prior to that, though, do you remember my face when you were just like, yeah, so, you know, you could just do this and do this and do this. And I was like, mm, that's not good. That is yeah, so like the overwhelm and all the things oh, and like, oh, I could see like the wall slowly like, coming. Right? <laughs> I was like no that is not working for me total block right hindered totally hindered and yet when when that that amazing moment of hey you could actually do video and then just convert it this way i was like hallelujah the angels have delivered my way of being able to do this and that doesn't take away all of the imposter crapola that we go through. Of, mm-hmm. Do you really think you're good enough for that? Can you do that? Uh, it doesn't take away having to show up and all of the things that show, you know, that comes with showing up. Um, like even right now, just getting ready to, you know, launch this um, spiritual breakthrough call, hashtag real talk. Breakthrough is still freaking me out. Like, I don't know why that word is still freaking me out. Yeah. But it is. All of that to say, it's interesting that as coaches, sometimes we are only one step ahead of where our client is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes that is completely mind-blowing to me because it does happen to us where we're just like, am I good enough for this? Do I have what it takes? Uh, you know, all those thoughts. And yet, that's really all you need to be is one step ahead. Mm-hmm. And that one step ahead 
just causes you to reach back to the ones that God is, has put in your sphere to help and to bring up. And that's all that matters. And it's so cool because as soon as I reach back to help the ones, bring them where I am, God's like, okay, great. Next step for you. And I'm like, doggone it. Can I just get comfortable where I am? I would just like to be comfortable where I am. But I just gave up that whole idea of being comfortable because it's never going to happen in my world. Except right. for one, I will be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought up this point about like being one step ahead of our clients. And sometimes that's the reality because I just, and you know this, right? Like we've had many conversations about this, like this, okay, this theme of being unhindered and just really being free and being fully, yeah. fully who you are and just kind of like scrapping all the, um, it's like these unspoken rules that we kind of pick up. And I think there's a lot of, um, all right, let me finish that sentence that we pick up in just like the online entrepreneur yeah, world of like seeing how other people show up. And it's so mm -hmm. easy to see that and then think that you have to do that. Right. And mm -hmm. so you and I both, I, I know we're on the same page about this, but I've even heard like so many other women I've talked with clients about this. I've, I've talked with friends about this, where it's very easy to feel like, um, you know, like put this pressure on yourself. Um, and I think it's really just refreshing and um, relatable to hear that other people also feel this way. Like oh you sometimes go into coaching sessions, right? Being like, I or like moments where you're like, what? But it's, yes. it's going back to um, something that you said earlier. I forget what it was exactly, but you were just kind of touching on like the fact that, you know, we we've been called to do this. Right. And like, regardless of someone's, you know, spiritual beliefs or religious, um, affiliation, it's like, you know, when you step into business, it's like, there is a message that you have to share. There is people that you are called to serve. Like you have been called to do this. And I, I really do believe that. And so it's, it's, um, stepping into, you know, stepping into those sessions, knowing that like, I've been equipped for this, you know, I've got what my client needs and it's not, it's not a pressury thing, but it's, it's a, again, like becoming unhindered, right? Like the pressure's off because you have what, what your person needs, you know, that client in front of you or that potential client or that conversation or whatever it is. Um, and, you know, just going back to, like you said, that becoming free in your relationship with God is so foundational and just really changes the game in all areas, right? Like that includes business. And I think um, this is something that I've experienced. I feel like I've seen the same thing in you where it's like the more grounded you are in that, like, this is yeah. who I am. This is my identity. This yeah. is the truth about who I am. Yeah. Then it, it frees you. Like there's a, there's a confidence. There's like this inner light shining from you yeah. when you show up online, because it's like, this, you know, like here I am, like, this is, this is what I'm here to do. And uh, like, just, a, a like a magnetic confidence and groundedness mm -hmm. in, That's you know, cool. like, this is what I have to share. And if you're, you know, if you're one of my people, great. If not, that's okay too. Like, oh my gosh, one, yeah. you know, it's so cool. Uh, again, here you go. Just all kinds of sparks are flying for me <laughs> as you were saying all of that. Um, no pun or plug intended. I just have to say it. it. It's so unhindered is not very different from being wildly aligned. Yeah, it's really not um, because being unhindered is messy, mm -hmm. right? It, it, it's very messy because um, I'm the mess. 
that have to get unhindered. To be wildly aligned, you have to do it messy. You got to have messy action steps. And so when we really think about what you said, you know, even regards to our clients, like, like there isn't anyone that doesn't have a mess that they're becoming unhindered from and becoming wildly aligned. And mm-hmm. the coolest thing about what both you and I do, even though they're completely different lanes um, and we cross section with one another, right? Um, there, There is this sense of, you know, it's okay to be where you are. It's, mm-hmm. it's all right to be where you are. And I love that because we've had to go through what we've gone through, it causes us to be empathetic for our clients. It causes us to that much more be intentional to be safe for our clients. It causes us that much more to listen deeply to our clients and really hear their heart. Um, I love when what you know when you and I are working together because although we're not working in regards to a lot of my messaging, but we are right now, hallelujah. Yes. Um, but there are times where it's just you and I just in our masterminds with Jackie, right? And we're really sitting with one another, and there's a sense of you are embraced, you're heard, and you're seen, and that is what every person on this earth wants more than anything right Mm -hmm. and when we are able to do that for our clients it is amazing how we can grab nuggets on their behalf that they don't even realize came from within them like I would love to say I'm that great but I would be lying I am not that great (laughs) it's just a matter of holding that space you know, for our clients and really, um, and reflecting back to them, mirroring back to them what we've heard, even the things that they really don't want to hear, because it could be the very thing that is hindering them or causing them to not be wildly aligned. You know, we're on this incredible adventure and that adventure is to step into why in the world was I even created in the first place? Like yeah. I have that there's, you know, we all have a place within our hearts where we want to know, are we significant? And if so, where, what does that look like? And how does that show up through me? And when you step into it, it's so amazing because you, you begin to have this sense of, oh my gosh, this is what I was created for. And then you realize, and I was built for this. Isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the thing where it's like when that clicks, like, oh my gosh, I was built for this. Like it just, um, it, it's very freeing. Um, also you, you gave me goosebumps when you were talking about like, you know, at the end of the day, everyone just wants to be, um, known and seen and loved for who they are. And that's something that when you think about marketing, like that's what you are doing, like you're showing up in your social media posts or your live videos or your podcasts or whatever, And you are like, you're only, you know, your main job in that moment is helping your people feel seen and known and loved for who they are and just recognizing them and saying, Hey, I see you. And like, if you want help, I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you. I can be that person that, you know, that I wish I had on my journey, um, for you, if that's something that you want. And so it's just like bringing it back to the heart of like the heart behind marketing and the, the whole purpose. That's, that's really what it is. Um, and 
you know, just also touching on what you said about um, just like being fully you in your marketing, right? Like, and, um, and letting go of things and, and talking about again, like unhindered is, is the word that we're saying a billion times in this conversation, yeah. but it's just, it's so, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about unhindered, there's nothing that will get in the way of you stepping into what makes you significant. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, forget about Christendom for a minute. Let's just take that off for a minute. Every person on this earth wants to live in an abandoned way, in a way that they, if they're, you know, what's, here's the big question. If there were no walls for you to overcome, to be who you want it to be and really do what makes your heart sing, that you literally could do it without getting paid what would that be? Mm-hmm. And when that just pops up in your heart and you're just like, oh my God, I would love that. Like I could totally eat, sleep and breathe that. Then, okay. So what are your walls? Let's discover those walls. And as we discover those walls, let's figure out why it is that we're not climbing up and demolishing those walls. Yeah. Because whether you're a Christian or not, there is an ability within us to press in to become the greatest that we could ever be. The only difference or the only marker for a Christian is we just get God in to help us. That's the only difference is that we invite him in to the journey with us. And, and when we do that, um, we have less striving to do versus those who don't. And mm-hmm. that's not a diss that's an invitation, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, because I, I'm, I, I, gosh, I would be, I would be in false advertisement. I would give false marketing if I were to say that I in and of myself am that great and could accomplish these things without God. Because if you know where I come from, you know, of a very, very traumatic, um, abusive childhood to being homeless, at, you know, at early age as a teenager, and then really getting jacked up in a stupid, very abusive marriage. Um, my my ability to see any greatness within myself was it was a negative one hundred. Like there's no way mm-hmm. that I would have ever seen potential in myself. And so for me, um, everything that is great that that I have ever done or will ever do, it is solely because of inviting God in on the journey with me. And so I, I really can't take all the credit for that because, I mean, you've been with me. How many times have you sat in a session with me where, and, and you can just see all my insecurities are like on full display. And, and, and so I, 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 I will, to the day I die, I will be seeing another thing on insecurity popping up. I'm like, doggone it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, now I'm in such a place where, okay, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's what is so incredible to me is it will not diminish what it is that I was created to do. It actually will enhance. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it makes me think about what you were saying earlier with being one step ahead of clients. Like it's real easy for us to view that as like, we think about it as an insecurity, right? Cause we're just thinking about ourselves in that moment, but it's like, hold on. Like there is some major benefits to that being that you can empathize. Like you were just right there not that long ago. And so you like the, the lessons are fresh. The empathy is fresh because the emotions are fresh. Like it's yeah. just, um, yeah. like you all hot off the press, right? Right. Every right. While you hear me say hot off the press, here we go. You know, and it's yeah. true. It's so true. Yeah. And I think not, I think, let me, let me not say that. I know that that's what makes our clients so resonate with us, Mm -hmm. right? Because it it is hot off the press and, um, you know, I'm not on a pedestal higher than you. I'm in the journey with you and, um, I just happen to look ahead of you. I have, you know, and sometimes I am ahead of you, but it's not, it's not so far ahead of you that you can't get there yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's the analogy of, again, I'm like, I read these things and I don't remember where I read it, but I remember (laughs) reading somewhere, um, an analogy of like with, I think it was in, in terms of goal setting, like Mm -hmm. if you just barely miss the bus and like the bus is pulling away, you're going to run after it to catch it. Right. Mm -hmm. But if the bus is all the way down the block, like you're not going to run after that. Like that's not like, there's no way you're going to catch the bus and and catch up to it. And so it's just, it's kind of like providing that, like, that's the visual that I get when you're talking about it, because it's like, it, it helps your client feel encouraged because they're like, Oh, I can do that. Like, you know, and, and that's something that I, um, you know, and, and very unapologetic about sharing. Like I, I, I don't filter myself anymore. Right. And you know, that like from our mastermind sessions, that's something that I've been really growing through and growing into this year is like becoming more unhindered for myself in, in how I show up. And it's, it really is a constant journey, right. Of, um, like, no, I, I love how you said, it's like, you notice the walls and then like, if you're not taking that, well, let's look at like, why are you not taking down that wall? Right. And so it's just noticing those things in you, um, and, and I really do think just, uh, you know, I, I touched on before the trend, um, I guess, or like status quo that has kind of come up in the coaching industry in a lot of ways. There, there's, of course, always coaches who are a really beautiful example of being in integrity. But we I think a lot of um, business owners, if you've been in the game for a few years, you've had encounters, you've had experiences where you just you can tell someone's not really like they're kind of keeping you at arm's length. Like they're not like they might share a story, they might be vulnerable, but it really like you can tell yeah. that it's just, oh, yeah. it's very curated. Right. Yeah. And it's not, um, it's like, everything's in hindsight. Like mm-hmm. they're not sharing the messy middle stuff. Right. And I, I, I do really believe that you have to do it in a way that's authentic to you. Like, don't force it. Don't like, what's your yeah. intention here, but it's, it's, you can, you can pick up on that. And so again, you can pick up on that and then interpret it as like, oh, I have to do that. And so, and then that becomes a wall. Right. Um, and of course it's easier. I think it's much easier to hide behind your business, hide behind graphics and a logo and a business name Mm -hmm. and not show your face or not hit live or not, Mm -hmm. you know, share your voice on a podcast. But, um, you know, when you do that stuff, like it, it just, going back to the bus analogy, it provides that to your clients because they're like, oh, I can do that. Like that is, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. That seems doable to me. Mm -hmm. 
and then it it gives them permission to do the same thing. Gosh, when gosh, 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 my gosh, when I I believe that every person has the choice on whether they will be authentically um, abandoned in. Um, the way I was hearing it, the way I was filtering what you were saying is um, we all get the choice to authentically be ourselves. <clears throat> and if that means that our messaging is going to be more transparent and more authentic than the next person, um, we get to choose that. And What's interesting to me is having been in so many arenas, you know, John Maxwell team, um, and, and just so many arenas as far as ministries, as far as businesses, as far as companies, um, even my own clients. It's very interesting to me when there isn't a level of transparency where there is an authenticness with it. Um, you can tell it's more of a it's not going to sound like a pretty word and I don't have another one. So I'm just going to use it. Um, it's more of a facade. Mm-hmm. And when there's a facade, um, there, there is a bit of resonating that occurs for some. And yet for the ones who just choose to be like John Maxwell, John Maxwell literally is v- incredibly transparent incredibly transparent like the things that you would think um you know if you go google uh number one leadership teacher or whatever his name pops up like yeah yet there are so many who don't know about him and that man is incredibly transparent and one of the things that he says is one of the greatest things a leader can do is be transparent yeah with their clients with whomever they're working with, even, you know, their teams that are underneath them. And so to hear that from the number one leadership guru in the world who has been all over the world, transforming countries, Mm -hmm. um, I think that bears listening to. Right. I think that, I think that carries a little bit of credibility. You know, just a little bit. Just Just a tiny bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and and I love it um, because before I became polished, um, you know, I'm polished to an extent, uh, before I became polished, transparency was just who I was. I, I remember as a kid, I can think back to when I was a kid and I felt like I had a megaphone and I was standing on this huge platform and I was announcing to the world, everybody's stuff, including mine. It just has been how I am. And so to be honest, I've never been one that I haven't been a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. I, I've never, even before becoming a Christian, you know, it just, if you ask, be careful what you ask because it's coming. Yeah. The throttle. Right. I'm vomiting everything that and I And they're going to see the look on your face. <laughs> like, you're going to. Oh, that right there. Oh, Lord. I, you know, and I've settled my faith. I, you know, it just is what it is. And, yeah. and I've learned, okay, because my face will say something that may not necessarily be appealing to you. I have to clarify, okay, look, when you see this face, look like this, just ask the question. I will be honest. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, even that, you know, just being very willing to clarify things about myself 
in a very authentic way to just say, you know, hey, I, you know, funny story. The first photographer that took my branding photos, when she's like, yeah, you have RBF. And I was like, oh, what is, what? You know, it was just, <laughs> I'm like, I cannot believe you said that to me. And yet, you know what? That was so freeing for me because it yeah. helped me to understand, okay, I didn't make my face. Yeah. I did not make my face to be a face that looks like it's mad. Yeah. I didn't do that. God made my face. And so, you know what? Okay. I'm just going to have to clarify, you know, I may look mad, but I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally so funny. Rabbit trail right there. But it really goes back to transparency and vulnerability. Right. And, and the choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you highlighted that. Like it is a choice that you're making. So if you feel like this is what you're, you know, quote unquote, supposed to do as an expert, as a coach, you're supposed to prop yourself up. You're supposed to like keep a little bit of distance between you and your clients. Right. And I'm not talking about having unhealthy boundaries, like absolutely have the boundaries in place. Like this is when this is when you can hear from me. This is where to communicate with me, like set up guidelines. Yeah. You know, but that growing pain for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't, um, make that choice. Right. And it's, it is like, even within that choice, it's like, you can choose how comfortable are you with, you know, sharing this thing? Like you don't, you know, there's a, there's a gauge there. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to look one way or the other, but it's regardless, it comes back to the choice, you know, Mm -hmm. that you get to make there. Totally. It's so cool that you said that because it took me back to, um, I think it was yesterday I put a post out there. Um, or, no, it was, it was Tuesday. I put a post out and it was about my husband yeah. you know, and how, you know, it wasn't necessarily favorable for me to step into business and how, um, you know, it wasn't like I got some major breakthrough. I had to walk through crapola, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know, to get to step into becoming an entrepreneur and, um, you know, I had a choice. Mm -hmm. I can choose to not let that be known or I can choose to really share what, what really has helped me to know my voice matters. Mm -hmm. It was through that. I, I didn't know that my voice mattered and that I had to be my own advocate if it were not for that experience. So to not share that experience, I would not be sharing a part of myself that helps me to understand that my voice is very important. If Mm -hmm. for no other person, it's important for me. And that is part of marketing is really letting your voice be known in the way that you convey yourself. And so to, to be able to share that and come on, you and I know uh, we've we've been a, with several clients where there and come on, both of us we can we can attest to there's a there's a level of having spouses who are not in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and they don't understand everything that comes with it and I hey can 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 anybody relate? <laughs> <laughs> can I get a sister to relate? You know it's like yeah. come on I cannot be the only woman that is going through this and just feeling like. I'm about to lose it sometimes because I need to be able to, I, is there another woman who is willing to say my husband was not necessarily on board or my husband didn't understand? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's, again, like just keeping it real, like with the other real people out there, it's, it is the, the stuff that we do experience and it's, it's, that's, what's refreshing. And it, you know, I was thinking this earlier, it's like, as far as a a gauge, if, you know, I'm kind of thinking of like the, the woman who's listening, who's maybe feeling like resistance around showing up vulnerably and and just being real. Right. Because there's that resistance that we have to like, what are potential clients going to think or this person or they who, you know, the, the elusive, just like, what are they going to think? Um, you know, it's going back to like, if that is refreshing to you, like if you're drawn to people who share stuff like that, right. Like the real, the real stuff around, um, having a business or the real stuff around losing weight or the real stuff around, um, you know, growing in your faith, like, if you're drawn to that, that says something. And then to turn it around and be like, okay, if I'm drawn to that, you know, what is that going to say to people if I am real? And like, you know, it's just, um, providing that, that safe space for them. And that's, that's honestly what creates the safety and that feeling of trust is like, I can tell that you're the real deal. Like you're sharing the real stuff. You're not putting on the facade. Right. Or like, you know, I, I usually say the filter, like, And I can tell when, you know, when, whether it's me where, or like a client where it's like, you're, you're filtering yourself. Like you're trying to think about like, well, but how do I say this? But how, and it's like, yes, at a certain point there is, you know, like I help my clients with messaging strategy and like, we do set up that stuff, but then at, at the, you know, the same time, there's no magical formula for a post that converts or, you know, say X, Y, Z to get clients. It's like, say, you know, like just, just speak the message that you have to share. And, and you talked about, um, just coming to that realization of how impactful and how important your voice is. And for you, that was realizing it first in life and then in business, um, you know, that's huge. And I would love for you to just, um, speak to that a little bit, like for, maybe the woman listening who needs some encouragement on like how much her voice matters and like thinking about business, especially because I know that, you know, in our, in our friendship client, you know, experience, all of that, like, I've just seen so much growth from you in terms of um, like you getting to this place where you are free to use your voice and just realizing how much that does matter and how much it impacts people, um, whether it's people listening or clients, like that is just a really beautiful thing. Um, so what what would you say to that woman listening? Oh my gosh, I uh, the way that I could do it best is to think back to that Courtney at that time who felt um, suffocated very suffocated and um and where was where was the help that i needed to let me know um that i mattered first and foremost that was the biggest thing and so i would say first and foremost understand you do matter like i help me lord um ah that's it you are significant. Mm. We, we throw that matter word around a lot in the last couple of years, unfortunately. And so I believe it's lost its luster. So I'd rather say it in that way. Mm-hmm. You are so significant. Why do I say that? 
because God did not waste his time creating you. Whether you're a Christian or not, you're here. And um, you, were, you were placed here for a reason. And so you're significant. You matter so much um, to those that you are around. Mm-hmm. The thing with that is if you don't use your voice, then your significance can't be seen or heard. <laughs> and, and and you have something more than one thing but for now if it's easier to just realize you have one thing you have something that in your uniqueness I could never convey Nat could never convey you were created to say it the way that you say it and it looks the way that you look and it sounds the way that you sound. And the challenge is, here it is, it's locked up within you. And it's bursting at the seams wanting to come out. And the only way that you can first acknowledge that is know that you're significant. You are so significant. Um, without you, we're missing something. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, it's, it's like yours in my relationship. Um, before I met you, I was missing um, so much. But for, for the sake of why we're on here, marketing and, and being able to step into that place. However, you and, and I know our relationship is way deeper and way more expanded than that. Mm-hmm. And so you add something to my life that there is no one else in this world that will add to my life. And so, my gosh, we're so significant Mm -hmm. and we're so needed. And our voice, how else will the significance come out unless we use it? The challenge after that becomes, but it, I don't know how. And so I I just want to give permission to, to say this, let it come out and understand that it's going to be messy. Understand that it's not going to be perfect. Understand that it's going to be really jacked up. But the cool part about it being jacked up when you first start is you can always go back and have a conversation to clean it up. Mm -hmm. But if it's never said, then it's never released to be able to go and be effective. And you are effective whether you believe it or not. And then from there, understand that you get skillful at using that voice. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you can give yourself permission that uh, for the rest of your life you're going to become skillful with it. So yeah. uh, extend some grace and mercy. You know, be right. gentle, be kind to yourself while you're endeavoring to do this. Um, and, and most importantly, um, no one can advocate for you like you can. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not feeling what you feel. I don't see through your eyes like you do. I don't think like you do. I may think similarly. I may do things similarly, but I'm not you. And, you know, it, it, oh my gosh, am I going to say that? Okay. Uh, It's an unfair expectation for people to know what you need and what you want when you don't verbalize. Yeah. It's unfair and it's unrealistic. And, that's how powerful your voice is. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful, um, you know, advocating for yourself. 
um, getting back to uh, Christendom, so to speak, the most powerful voice outside of God's voice is our own. Mm -hmm. And how do we know that? Because if we go um, to an event and someone looks at us and gives us this incredible compliment, whether they're listening to this podcast and they meet us face to face for the first time and they're like, oh my God, you are like so amazing. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, whatever their compliments are, the very first voice that we hear after that is our own. And we are doing one of two things. We are either taking in and embracing that compliment and just saying thank you, or we're deflecting that compliment. Whatever it is that we are doing, our voice determines what we do with what's been given to us through a compliment. Well, if I'm deflecting, I just overwrote what the other person said, and mm -hmm. their voice did not matter as much as mine. Or if I'm taking in that compliment, my voice is in agreement with their voice, and I'm taking in. And what's so amazing about that is whatever it is that my self-talk is, my voice is, I am living out today. Yeah. That's how significant your voice is. And it's a journey. And it's okay if you don't know how. There are so many people out here in the world that are ready and willing to come alongside you and just walk with you in it. They're not expecting perfection. And if they are, uh, help them to get up off their high horse. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because they're stuck up there. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, there, there's the bold and blunt, Courtney. I, I right. mean, hey, there it is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, so good, Courtney. Where can women connect with you if they want to get into your world and learn more about you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. What's the easiest way? Definitely, you can reach out to me on Facebook. It is Courtney with no U in it. So C-O-R-T-N-E-Y uh, Browning. You can go to unhinderedwoman.com. Um, email me, Courtney at unhinderedwoman.com. And yeah, totally can DM me and um, I'd be healthy to, to hold a safe space for them. Yes, yes. And I definitely encourage you guys listening to take Courtney up on that. And if this if this uh, episode resonated with you, something stuck out to you, send her a message. She's like one of the best people in the world and you will just love connecting with her. Um, and you're also launching a podcast. Tell them about I that because that will be live probably by the time this episode airs. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, basically what I love about, you know, having done this with you is you're going to get the same Courtney, you mm -hmm. know, very unfiltered, very much um, a person who um, I, I just love real talk mm -hmm. and um, just sharing <sighs> just it, it's not as complicated as we think right. to live in an unhindered relationship with God. Um, you know, we're, <laughs> we're not a surprise to him. Yeah. Like all of us, like all, like all our mess. He's just like, I'm, you know, he, he's totally okay with it. And he actually loves it. Um, you know, I, there's a book, I think it's called the shack. And I remember reading in it, um, this, um, uh, analogy that was given, it was a garden and it was full of the most beautiful wildflowers and, and just all kinds of, it was just an array of beauty. 
and it said it was beautiful chaos. Mm. And it and the garden was this person's life, the good and the bad that from God's perspective, it created this amazingly beautiful garden called their life. And it's chaotic. And yet God calls it beautiful. And that's, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. There's nothing perfect or pretty about our lives. There's always some form of chaos showing up in every chapter. And he calls it beautiful. He sees it beautiful. And I want to invite women into the room to sit with me and just hear how while you're in your mess, ah, that's it. Thank you, God. While you're in your mess, you still are significant Mm -hmm. and you still have a purpose and you can be used while you're in your mess. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful way to just like, like a perfect note to end this conversation on. Um, Yeah. If you guys want to check out her podcast, um, it's called Unhindered Women. I will have all those links to connect with Courtney in the show description. So you can click on over, send her a message, listen and subscribe to her podcast and, and just get in Courtney's world. And I think it's really going to bless you. Um, Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for this beautiful conversation. And just thank you for your time as well. Thanks so much for listening today. If you love this podcast episode, there's two things I want to invite you to do right now. Number one, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at natalie.blankush. I would love to hear any questions that came up and takeaways that you had from this episode. And number two, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. It means the world to me because I love hearing what you're learning and how the show has impacted you, but it also creates an even bigger ripple effect by helping other women to cover this podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you on the next episode.